0: Welcome to the Locked On Steelers Podcast. I am your host, Tony Serino, and this is your daily dose of all things Steelers. Today on the show, we are going over the players on the defensive side of the ball that will be free agents heading into this offseason. Which players are the Steelers going to let go, and which players will the Steelers elect to bring back? Not a whole lot of big names that you know, on the defensive side that are going to be entering into free agency, and I don't know that that speaks to the kind of the continuity that the Steelers can keep going into 2019, or just the kind of lack of big names on this defense overall. Uh, But we'll talk about all of those defensive players and the likelihood that they'll be back next season. Welcome to the show. I am your host, Tony Serino. You can find more of this podcast by going to iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you find podcasts. Search Locked On Steelers. Hit that subscribe button. Make sure you get your daily dose. You can follow me on Twitter, at Steeler Country. You can find us on Facebook. Search Locked On Steelers. You can also join... The Facebook group there will like the Facebook page, first of all, and then you can join the Facebook group, and that's really where a lot of you guys have joined up, and I appreciate that. Uh, happy to see so many of you taking advantage of that, and I, again, I apologize for those of you who waited in that queue for many, many months, finally figured it out, and we got we got some lively discussions now on Facebook. You can also find us on Instagram at Locked On Steelers. couple news and notes today before we get to those defensive free agents. Juju is at the Pro Bowl, as is Marquise Pouncey, and James Conner. Juju showed up thirty minutes late to practice yesterday, which, you know, a lot of I, I don't I couldn't it's hard to tell. Are people are people being sarcastic or are they really upset with Juju for being thirty minutes late? It's hard for me to tell. Uh look, this is a non story, Juju being thirty minutes late to a Pro Bowl practice. You know, people saying, Oh, you know, he's taking after A B and all of that. Are you joking? I hope you're joking. It's hard to tell on Twitter sometimes. I hope people are joking. This is a non-story, but I only bring it up because some people seem to think it is a story when it is at, you know, the, the the Pro Bowl is a fake game. Have you ever been to a Pro Bowl? I've been to the, I went to the Pro Bowl two years ago. It's absurd. I mean, you're talking about players who are barely playing the sport of football. I mean, it's basically two-hand touch out there and not even that. Uh, this is a non-story. Now, there were some stories that came out of this. And he said, Juju said he tried to reach out to Antonio Brown, get a hold of him, said he couldn't get a hold of him. But it's okay because AB's on vacation. And so he said there's no doubt he expects to talk to him at some point. Now, I have news for you, Juju. AB may be on vacation right now. That's not the reason he's not returning your calls. He's not returning anyone's calls at this point. Marquise Pouncey, one of the leaders on this team. And if you remember what Rooney said about the AB situation. It's that he wanted to get together with some of the leaders on this team. Tomlin said the same thing. Want to get together with the leaders, the players on this team uh, and, and, and figure out how they want to proceed with Antonio Brown. Well, Marquise Pouncey, certainly one of those players and Marquise Pouncey saying that, you know, time heals everything and he hopes that they can, uh, that they can reconcile here. So Pouncey leaving the door open for having Antonio Brown back for another year. That's a step in the right direction here. You know, First of all, Antonio Brown's gonna have to reach out to some of these players, as Juju said, he can't get a hold of him. So, you know, at this point, I think it's it's safe to say, AB still hasn't talked to anyone within the organization just yet. But if look, if Pouncey's gonna leave the door open, we'll hear what Cam Hayward has to say. Uh, You know, those are the guys that are gonna matter, and then it's about AB, you know, and Ben Roethlisberger getting back together and kind of working out whatever their problems are, and then AB working things out. With the front office, it, it's it's tough for me. It's still tough for me to believe that Antonio Brown is going to be back for another year. But hearing Pouncey leave that door open, hearing Juju leave that door open, and then we'll hear from Cam Hayward here. I I would assume over the course of this week. I think he's at the Pro Bowl as well. So um, yeah, we'll we'll see how this plays out over the next couple of days. All right, let's go over these defensive players that will be entering free agency. In the 2019 offseason. We'll start on the defensive line. Tyson Alualu, the defensive end. Daniel McCullers, the nose tackle. And defensive tackle LT Walton. Will all be entering free agency. Unrestricted free agency. In 2019. You know, McCullers has always been an interesting prospect. Because I think there's been. I think for for about two or three years now. It's just been widely assumed that he wouldn't make the 53. You know, he's been. He's this big body nose tackle type. That was a staple of a 3-4 defense. Five, seven years ago, you go back to guys like Joel Steed, Casey Hampton, right? Those were were anchors on a defensive line for for great three, four defenses. But they've kind of that that position has really evolved over time, as the big bodied nose tackle really doesn't have a place in the modern NFL with so much sub package football being played. And so, having McCullers on this defense has always been a strange one, and especially you know McCullers who. Again, he fits the big body type of a Casey Hampton, of a Joel Steed, but not the talent level of a Casey Hampton or a Joel Steed. Not by a long shot. And that's why it's always been so surprising that the Steelers have elected to bring him back. They brought him back on a one-year deal last year. Kept him on the roster. In fact, gave him a jersey on most Sundays. Uh, So McCullers, it's always strange to me that he was around. But, you know, we'll see what happens in 2019. Again, if if I'm Keith Butler, if I'm Kevin Colbert, if I'm Mike Tomlin, there's no way I'm bringing McCullers back again. What did he do in 2018 that was, you know, so much better than what he did in 2017? How is this player growing? How is this player contributing on defense? I don't see it. I think he's taking snaps away from a guy like Javon Hargrave, which is which is criminal in my book because Hargrave I think can be a, is a it's a really good young talent that the Steelers have underutilized over the past year. And McCullers again, as I said, he has no place in a modern Three-four defense, especially one that plays sub-package as much as the Steelers do, as much as as much as most modern defenses do. You're not going to play Daniel McCullers on, on third and fourteen, and you're, you're barely ever going to play him on second and eight. So you know he's a he's a first and ten player. And would I rather have Javon Hargrave in there? Absolutely. Would I rather have another rotational defensive lineman in there? Absolutely. I, I mean, Daniel McCullers serves as I said. I said this last year. He serves no purpose. What is his purpose on the team? Goal line. You know, obvious running situations. Even in those spots, I'd still rather have uh, I still rather have Javon Hargrave on the field than than Daniel McCuller. So I'd be surprised if he's been if he gets brought back. LT Walton's always been a nice role player on this team, and he really emerged a couple years ago, back in 2016, when the Steelers were having such problems with depth on the defensive line, really injury problems on that defensive line. And Walton was activated from the practice squad onto the 53, and I thought he, he, he uh, acclimated himself pretty well. To that defensive line. Never been a star. And never going to be a star. Always been a role player. Can he get brought back on a one year deal? I think he probably could. It'll be interesting to see how the Steelers feel about their defensive line. And if they want to bring LT Walton back. Because I don't think they're bringing back Tyson Aluwalu. I think Tyson Alualu was one of those players in 2018 who was a real disappointment. And I talked about before the year how important I thought this defensive line living up to its potential was. To the success of this defense. And in some ways it did. You know, it did live up to that. Especially that starting group. I thought... Uh, Cam Hayward had a great year, even though his sack number was down. He was never going to get to 12 again. I thought he was very disruptive, though, in both the pass and the run. To it started the year really slowly, and there was real worries about Stephon it, but he picked up his game. As the year went along and as I said I thought Javon Hargrave is criminally underrated by this defensive staff and deserves more snaps in 2019. I thought but Alualu Alu, on the other hand was a real disappointment, really the rotation there. The fact that Cam look, Cam Hayward and Stefan Tuitt are not going to be every down players. There needs to be a rotation there and the Steelers have admitted as much in the past. They need to get more depth on the defensive line. I think that's going to be an underrated part of the you know I don't know if we're going to call it a rebuild of this defense or whatever we're calling this this offseason of of bringing in new defensive talent I think part of that talent needs to be on the defensive line you know to to build on top of what they already have they have a very strong core with Cam Hayward and Stefan Tuitt and Javon Hardgrave but they have to they have to add there and they got to get a player better than Tyson Alualu I would I would look for the Steelers to draft a player uh you know in, in maybe even the 3rd or 4th round on the defensive line to be that rotational guy to come in for Hayward and Tuitt and Hargrave at times. I don't think Alu, Alu is that gonna, gonna be that player anymore and maybe that guy comes via free agency as well But I'd like to see another young talent brought in on the defensive line. So out of those three players I think the one you can expect back Potentially is LT Walton and it really depends on how they feel about Walton and his ability to fill in there as a Rotational player at inside linebacker the Steelers will have a decision to make about LJ Fort who will be an unrestricted free agent in 2019 I thought Fort was a real pleasant surprise, especially in the second half of the year as a coverage linebacker. And we saw some of this in the playoff game against Jacksonville uh, a year ago, uh, but I thought I thought Fort really filled in where the Steelers were hurting most at inside linebacker. Bostic and Williams turned out to be pretty good against the run. I think this I think that was one of the pleasant surprises for this team early in the year, but as the season went on, you definitely had a problem with, especially John Bostic and his liabilities in pass coverage. And that's where LJ Fort was able to come in and provide some cover there. Now, whether or not they want to bring him back, you know, I, we, I know we're going to talk a lot about Devin white, Mac Wilson, upgrading the inside linebacker position with a three down inside linebacker, someone who you can trust both in, in run defense, but also really to be a playmaker in the passing game or against the pass. Uh, I, I still would like to bring LJ Fort back though. just, just from a depth perspective, you look at who the Steelers are returning. Now, Bostick, Williams, Matikavich, but more as a special teamer. I think there's still a place for LJ Ford, especially you know if anything were to happen because of injury. I think there's still a place for LJ Ford on this roster. So I'd love to see the Steelers bring him back. At outside linebacker, we talked about the Bud Dupree situation a week ago, You know, the $9 million that's due to him. Will the Steelers elect to cut Bud Dupree? I'm not so sure, but I, I think for sure they're going to want to cut that number down from $9 million to something more reasonable. But as Christopher Carter pointed out last week, yeah, the problem for the Steelers at, at outside linebacker is they just don't have the players. They don't have the numbers there. They have T.J. Watt. They have Bud Dupree and his $9 million. But that's it. You're talking about Keon Adams, Ola Adini. Anthony Ciccolo is an unrestricted free agent going into 2019. Do the Steelers want to bring him back for another year? And if they don't, are they comfortable going with Bud Dupree, his $9 million, and then Keon Adams and Ola Adini to back him up, I think the Steelers are kind of in a place where they have to sign Anthony Chicolo back to another, at least a one-year deal. Now, I don't know that Anthony Ciccolo is going to get a bunch of offers out there on the open market, but the question for the Steelers is: Do you want to bring Ciccolo back and have that depth player again, and kind of you know spin the wheels as far as the the edge rushers go? Right, you, you've got it. You've got a young budding player in T.J. Watt who looks like he's about to be uh, the next great Steeler pass rusher. Bud Dupree, you know, has he hit his ceiling? I think he really has. Do you want to bring in competition for Bud Dupree or are you just going to be happy with going with TJ Watt, Bud Dupree, and Anthony Ciccolo on the edge? Remember, they passed on Harold Landry in last year's draft. They had a chance to upgrade that position with a guy like Harold Landry and they passed on it. Now, you know, Harold Landry did well for himself in Tennessee, although he's got some injury concerns. He had injury concerns at Boston College as well. You know, the Steelers are going to look to take an edge rusher in this draft at any point and in free agency or are they going to be happy with going with the the guys they already have. If they're happy with the players they already have, if they don't want to bring in more competition there, then I think is the safe bet there. You got Keon Adams and Oladini as the young players that they're developing, and we're going to see the same Steelers pass rush. I hope it doesn't happen. I think it is definitely a position of need for this team to to come in and and compete with a guy like Bud Dupree. I don't know that the Steelers are going to see it that way, and there's certainly plenty of other positions that they can focus on defensively, including the cornerback spot, where Cody Sensabaugh, their starting outside corner in 2018, is an unrestricted free agent. Now, is this, is, is this going to be a player that the Steelers almost have to bring back? Not to be a starter again. I think the Steelers are going to want to upgrade that position, whether it be in free agency, and there's going to be some talk of, of the Steelers taking a corner in the first round of this draft, as the, the top end of this year's corner class is, is going to leave some I think leave some players available for the Steelers at 20. But do the Steelers need to bring Cody Sensabaugh back just from a depth perspective? Look who the Steelers have behind Cody Sensabaugh. Let's say the Steelers do get DeAndre Baker, right, in the draft, right? and that's their new, that's their new starting outside corner. Do you trust the the backup for DeAndre Baker to be Artie Burns, to be Cam Sutton? Doesn't it? Don't you have to bring Cody Sensabaugh back, or at least get another corner in free agency? I think they do. I think they do, and I think you know in that way, I think it's it's likely the Steelers will try to bring. Cody Sensabaugh back just from a just to have that kind of coverage there from a depth perspective. You got to bring Sensabaugh back, or you got to get someone in free agency and and go with what you know, right? I mean, go if, if this is going to be the end of the Keith Butler run, then stick with the players that know Keith Butler's system. Let's not change things up now when things are likely to change up again a year from now if Keith Butler ends up playing or ends up working his way out of Pittsburgh. Mike Hilton is an exclusive rights free agent, so he'll be back. On the cheap and will probably retain his nickel corner job as the Steelers. You know, they have they have Cam Sutton there who I liked in training camp. But, you know, he just didn't play that well throughout 2018. Backing him up. So, I don't think Mike Hilton has a whole lot of competition on this roster as of right now. And then at safety, the Steelers have Nat Burr. As an unrestricted free agent, I don't think the Steelers are going to bring Nat Burr back. He was brought on a one-year deal a year ago from the Giants. Thought to be more of a special teamer, although he did see some time at safety and in some of their sub-packages early in the year because of the injuries the Steelers had at the safety position, specifically with Morgan Burnett. I wouldn't expect to see Nat Burr back again. For 2019 and and, and on that topic I wouldn't expect Morgan Burnett back for 2019 and so the Steelers are going to have some holes to fill there now Jordan Dangerfield's an exclusive rights free agent we saw him some at the end of the year Penn Live already reporting that Jordan Dangerfield and the Steelers the Steelers want him back and I think that's smart the Steelers are going to be left with that safety right now Sean Davis Terrell Edmonds um Marcus Allen, who they brought back or who they drafted a year ago, and then Jordan Dangerfield. I think the Steelers. You can expect the Steelers to try and add to that position. Do they want to upgrade the the free safety position? Are they cool with with having Sean Davis there for another year? And I think they're certainly going to want to bring in some competition uh, for Marcus Allen at the at the dime linebacker spot. I think Allen would be the guy you would expect to take over there, but I'm, I'm not sure that he's the right fit in 2019. So that is it defensively. Not a whole lot of big names defensively. In fact, only one starter is going to be an unrestricted free agent this offseason, and that's Cody Sensabaugh, a player who I think is likely to come back, but likely to come back and then be a backup again in 2019 as the Steelers will look to upgrade at outside corners. So, look, from that perspective, right, if they bring Cody Sensabaugh back, that's 11 of 11 starters coming back. Now, they're going to lose Morgan Burnett, and so there's some sub-package stuff that that needs to get worked out. Same thing with LJ4, right? Some sub-package stuff that needs to get worked out. Um, But I don't think it's not going to be like The previous offseason when they had to cut Mike Mitchell and that left a big hole at safety. And how are the Steelers going to address the loss of of Mike Mitchell? Right, It left a a big hole at safety. The same can be said for the injury to Ryan Shazier, which left a big hole on the inside at inside linebacker. There isn't that position this offseason where you really feel like there's no one that can start at that position unless they address it. In free agency of the draft. And I think that that kind of freedom is going to be nice for this front office. Yes, we would all love it if the Steelers could get a better starting outside corner. Yes, we would all love it if they could finally find the replacement to Ryan Shazier on the outside. But by the same token, if a, a great pass rusher falls to them in the draft at 20, I don't think I think the Steelers can can pass up a guy like Devin White, can pass up a guy like Mac Wilson to take an elite edge rusher if they find them there or if they find an elite safety in this draft that they really like, that they really covet, that can upgrade over a Sean Davis. There's all these spots now on defense that the Steelers can upgrade from rather than feeling like there are gaps to plug on this defense. And in that way, I think you know we're in a better situation than we were a year ago. But then the other part of me says, look, you've got Keith Butler in the last year of his deal. You want to upgrade from Sean Davis, that's fine. But Keith Butler kind of made his bed with Sean Davis. Let's play this situation out. You know, if this is the end of the Keith Butler era in Pittsburgh, if twenty if twenty nineteen is the end of the Keith Butler era, then let's let's let it play out from the players' perspective as well. Sean Davis, uh Javon Hargrave, Bud Dupree, Artie Burns, right? These young guys that have been drafted in the uh in the Keith Butler era, let's let these guys kind of play out their contracts, see what they are, and if we want to bring them back, fine. But you know, whoever the next defensive coordinator is. You know, give him kind of the keys to the castle and the ability to go out in free agency, the ability to go out in the draft and get the players that he wants. And so, I'm kind of of two minds on this. I understand that 27 million dollars of available cap space, the 20th pick in the draft, it's a lot of ammunition to add some talent defensively. The only the only hesitancy I have there is is the last year of Keith Butler the right time to be doing that, the right time to be going out in free agency and spending a bunch of money. Or or pick, picking another you know three high defensive players in the draft and then giving them to whoever the next defensive coordinator is, um uh, yeah I, I you know I I guess I'm of of two minds on that one. Of course I want to see the Steelers bring in better players defensively, but at the same time I'd like to see you know as I've said before I'd like to see some some new blood in the coaching staff making those decisions and that's not where the Steelers are. At This point, all right, that'll do it for me today. Thank you all for listening. If you want to leave feedback, Country at gmail.com. The email address you can follow me on Twitter at SteelerCountry, and I'll be back tomorrow for more locked on Steelers. Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com code PROGRAM.